It's pretty common for Houstonians to have lawyers when they're heading to court, but that's not the case at the Justice of Peace Courthouse on Preston Street where most citizens are self-represented. From small legal issues to evictions, these citizens are usually left fighting for themselves in the court of law without much knowledge. But that's going to be changing in 2024 with the opening of a new legal resource center. Precinct 1, Place 2, Judge Steve Dubel joins me to explain why he championed to open this new innovative center in his court. It's Monday, December 18th, 2023. I'm Rihil Ramzanli, and here's what Houston's talking about. Judge Dubel, welcome in the CityCast Houston. How are you? I'm good. Glad to be here, Rahil. Man, thank you for joining us. Now, as I mentioned in the intro, we always think of litigants walking in with a lawyer, right, to meet with a judge when they're going to court. And it's like this big deal. And it's like what we see in the movies. But that's really not the case at the Justice of the Peace Courts or JP Courts, right? That's correct. And by the way, there are 16 JP Courts in Harris County. Um, and it's divided up by constable precincts. So there's eight constables. And within each constable precinct, there are two JPs with concurrent jurisdiction. Uh, so I'm one of 16 in Harris County. I'm the only one that's downtown. And yes, uh, to answer your question, I'd say more than half the people coming through our court are not represented by counsel. And what are they usually coming to court for? So we hear um, evictions. All landlord-tenant disputes and evictions have to go through here. So that's a big part of it. Uh, we hear small claims up to $20,000. I'm doing small claims trials today. Anything from hair job gone bad, which is a case I just had, <laughs> to a car wreck, <laughs> which is another case I just had. Um, and then we do a lot of debt collection claims. So um, up to 20000 again. Um, so a lot of credit card debt and third-party debt buyer companies come in and prosecute cases uh, of debt they bought and we have actually about six or 7,000 of those cases pending right now. So that's a big, big part of what we do. And we do Class C misdemeanors, um, which are mostly traffic violations for which nobody's going to jail. Highest fine could be $500. Wow. So when a citizen comes to your court and they are part of one of those proceedings, they is it because it's not worth getting a lawyer because it just it's going to be too expensive? Is it because they can't afford it? Why don't they have representation? I think a big part is a lot of people don't think it's worth it. There are some people that come through representing themselves that could afford it, but I'd say the bulk of the people coming through here um, probably can't afford it and um, are self-represented. And the philosophy, at least my philosophy, is you shouldn't have to have a law license to come before me with a small claims and make your case. You shouldn't be hung up on technicalities. We're not a court of record. There's no court reporter writing everything down. Lawyers always say, uh, I'd like to offer this into the record. And I'm like, there is no record here, but you can say what you want. <laughs> and we can stick stuff in the file. But if it gets appealed out of our court, it goes to county court of law. Then that is a court of record. And it's called trial de novo. And you start all over if you appeal something out of JP court. So it's not as dramatic as TV makes it out to be, at least in your court. Oh, it might be more dramatic, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tell me. How so? <laughs> Uh, it's, it's a lot of it's some of the small claim stuff is like Judge Duty type stuff. Oh, man. <laughs> As JPs, um, we are allowed under the rules to develop the case ourselves. So it's not as formal as you'd see in a court of record above us where like a district court or county court law, uh, the plaintiff is allowed to put on their case first and it's a little bit formal and you call witnesses and you ask questions. I bring them up and 
I'm like in a minute or less, tell me what this is about. And I turn to the other and get the, their story. And then I just sort of drill down, try and find where the real issues are. And then at the end, because I don't want people to feel like they have not been allowed to, to say what they want to say, I give everybody the opportunity to tell me anything else. If there's an issue we haven't covered or something you want to bring to the court's attention or evidence you want to introduce, now's your time to do it. So I sort of run the show to try and drill down as quick as I can because we have such a high volume of cases and it just moves things along quicker. So when you have citizens representing themselves, they might not know what forms to have or they might not know certain things. And that's why you're opening this awesome new legal resource center in your court. Tell me more about this and what is it going to encompass? So before we applied for this grant, and by the way, the grant to, to enable us to do this came from the Texas Bar Foundation, which is part, part of the Texas Bar. It's a group of lawyers that raise a lot of money and give a lot of money. And they're really big on access to justice. And this is an access to justice issue. Um, if you don't understand the rules and don't know what the rules are, a lot of times people come to our court, there's a real power imbalance. So this is to help people equalize that power imbalance and educate themselves. And our clerks can't give legal advice, but we can point them to the right form and we can tell them if this is what you want to do, this is the form. And we can point, point them to guides. And we already have a lot of that on our court's website, but this is actually going to be a small library within the courthouse. We occupy the first two floors at 1302 Preston, which is about a block from the main courthouse downtown, real close to the ballpark. It's actually the site of Sam Houston's home. Um, and it also used to be fire station and central station number one. It was a fire and police station for many years. So it's an old building, but um, we've got two courtrooms here and we've got some space on the first floor that we decided would be perfect for this. We teamed up with the Harris County Law Library and we asked them as librarians, because they're the professionals on this, what materials um, do you recommend for people um, litigating things in our court and some a quick guidelines to the law. And um, we put together this uh, whole package and now we're working with the law library on ordering all the materials. They're gonna be both written and digital. We're gonna have three computers. They're gonna be wired to the Harris County Law Library. And they're not computers so you can go just Google anything or go to your emails and check that out. They're specifically designed to take you to the specific sites that'll provide the information you need on the type of cases you're looking at. And then for people that fall on the other side of the digital divide that aren't uh, as well-versed in operating a computer, we'll have a set of written materials and written forms for the types of matters that are most commonly coming through here. I mean, that is really helpful for a lot of people right there, Judge. Why do you want to champion this cause so much and have it in your court first? Well, because... Uh, there is a true imbalance of power here, and, and it's a problem. And if people have the perception and the belief that they're not getting their fair day in court and they're not being heard, then that's just bad for the judicial system overall. You know, it's just a good thing to be able to educate people. It helps everybody in the whole process if somebody can come in prepared and have a, a understanding of the issues uh, before they come in. And we're happy to be able to provide that service. That's really cool. It, so we just got it approved by Commissioner's Court. We just got the grant recently. Um, we hope to have it up and running by uh, early February and do a ribbon cutting then. And um, I suspect it'll be well used. 
Yeah, it definitely will be. And I, I don't mean this to come off rude, okay? But this just seems like a duh, like we should have this in every chord. Why don't we have this in chords already? Well, some chords have space limitations, and honestly, there are chords that have done it. There was a JP a while back that, that had one. I don't know if any JPs in Harris County currently have it. It's a big movement across the country. There are groups like the National Center for State Courts, which we work closely with and are doing some other projects and recently got a grant from for an eviction diversion project. They're pushing it. The ABA pushes it. And it, it's just something important because if you have that imbalance of power and people feel like they have no access to justice, and it's just a problem for society. The Pew Charitable Trust has done um, a lot of studies on this and found that uh, 30 million Mer uh, Americans encounter civil legal problems without the help of a lawyer. And there's just this great need. Um, and by the way, anybody who wants to use this in Harris County or anybody that has business before our court, it's open for everybody to use. They don't just have to have a hearing that day. So if this goes great, and it should, do you see other courts putting this into their courts if the space is there? Yeah, I, yeah, I do. And I, I hope I hope other courts will follow suit. I hope other courts will apply for similar grants and, and build it out. And I hope when they're designing courthouses of the future, they consider this and, and design it in from the beginning. Now, did you get any pushback from this, you know, from the lawyers or anything like that? We're like, wait, no, we want we want some of this money here when we get to represent these clients. No, no, no. And, and as a matter of fact, the money comes from the Texas Bar Foundation. So it comes from lawyers. Um, so lawyers are all over this and lawyers are the proponents of this. So no, no pushback at all. And lawyers may find it useful as well. A solo practitioner, which I was a solo before I took the bench. If I had business in court, it'd be convenient to stop by and uh, do a little research on my issues um, before I went to court. Well, that's good to hear that. It's going to be helping everybody, like literally everybody. So before I let you go here, what advice do you have for listeners if they are going to be representing themselves in court? Anything you can pass on for us? Go to texaslawhelp.org. Um, there's a lot of self-help guides there that uh, have forms as well. And there's links on our website, um, which I should have ready to throw out there at you, but I don't have it handy. But if you Google Harris County JP12, it'll take you to it. And most of the Harris County uh, JPs, their websites have links to all these different guides that will provide information. Um, so the more, more knowledge people have, uh, the better it is for everybody. All right. Finally, how else would you fix the experience of the courthouse for citizens? This is a good start. Is there anything else? So my long-term vision for a model JP court of the future is to have a resource hub in each JP court and have social workers or county workers there that can match people up with benefits that they may be entitled to that they don't know about or they don't know how to access um, because there's a lot of federal money and benefits on the table. I think the Chronicle recently had an article about how much it's like a billions of dollars that are left on the table because people aren't accessing it and don't know about it. So my hope is to create resource centers within JP courts where people coming through here can get access to benefits and navigate benefits that might be available to them that might help them avoid things like evictions and landlord-tenant disputes and might help them become more housing stable um, and, and might solve a lot of their problems. Judge, that's awesome. Thank you so much. This is going to be a great program that hopefully spreads everywhere else and we can empower more citizens. Truly appreciate you joining us here on CityCast Houston. I appreciate you having me. 
That was Judge Steve Dubel. You can learn more about the new Resource Center and his court with the links in our show notes. Okay, let's do a 180 here. What's the best thing you ate in Houston in 2023? We're going to be giving out our picks for the year, but I want to hear yours. Send us your nominees on Instagram at CityCastHouston. That will do it for today. Thank you for listening, and I hope you learned something new.